The latest numbers from the Ag Transport Coalition shine the spotlight on poor performance by the railways. Glendale Allen Wassler talked about the issue and the concern for the grain sector with Weyburn Area Farmer and Vice Chair of Sask Wheat, Jake Lugui. The Ag Transport Coalition numbers paint a pretty bleak picture of, of grain movement up to date so far. To put it uh, maybe a bit of an understatement almost, it's stunningly bad. Um, the performance after the uh, the big rain event there in November in BC, I mean, I think everybody expected that they were going to have some challenges after that. Um, but, you know, they got things reopened. They've talked a lot about all that and how things were going to start to improve. Well, we certainly haven't seen that. Um, numbers seem to be staying right around that same sort of percentile that uh, that they were meeting you know, not too long after the flood. So, you know, you kind of have to ask the question, why? Why are they still having so much trouble getting grain moved? And yeah, we've had some bitter cold and that sort of thing, but that's standard winter stuff. I think that they should be able to handle that. Um, They should have the capacity to be able to deal with bitter cold temperatures. So yeah, it's, it's just been very frustrating to watch such dismal performance for such a long period. CN and CP, according to the Ag Transport Coalition numbers, supplying a combined 57% of the hopper cars ordered in Grain Week 24. Yeah, it's just very disappointing to see the kind of numbers that they've been that they've been putting together and and I think we're certainly within our, you know, our our rights to expect better out of them than that. Um it's February, you know, it's been months since the flood. And, and if they're still having trouble because of that, then I think we need to know what's going on. You know, why is this happening? We haven't heard, um, you know, what the situation is, or at least, you know, I haven't. So it would be really nice to understand what exactly the reason is that they're having so much trouble. As you said, we've grown accustomed to slowdowns during the cold snaps. We we expect that, we understand that. But when you look at the information, again, from the Ag Transport Coalition, CN order fulfillment performance has declined for six consecutive weeks. And, you know, the thing that's most frustrating about all this is we had a small crop. I mean, yeah, we expect total metric tons hauled to be down, but car order fulfillment, I mean, this should have been a year for them to do really well on that, even with the flood. The crop that Western Canada produced was not large. There's no reason they shouldn't be able to keep up with capacity, even with all the other challenges that they're facing. So that being said, what do we need to do? What needs to happen here? Well, we need to ask for answers. You know, why is this happening? We need the government to step up here and and pressure the railways to explain to all of us why are you struggling so much and what can be done about this? Because this is just, it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable for grain producers, for other commodity producers, um, for the economy of this country. We we have to be able to do better than this. So, So the railways need to explain why things are going the way that they're going, and they better have a good reason for it. It's an unfortunate situation. I think I'm just disappointed that, you know, with all the progress that the railways made, or seeming progress, and in the last couple of years, they hit a lot of records month on month on month. 
um, you know, it really seemed like things were maybe turning around on this whole issue of, of rail transportation. And it's just, it's kind of disheartening to see this same situation crop up again, especially with a limited crop. Moving, of course, from rail transportation to to export and export demand, what are we seeing there? Well, I mean, obviously the crop was small and grain prices are high. So ex- export movement is definitely down. I mean, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me to, to say what they are specifically, but I mean, we know that we needed to cut demand. Um, price is the blunt instrument of demand destruction and its prices have been high. So um, we needed to cut demand and we're certainly doing so. What do you think that tells us as as far as moving into the spring? Well, it's hard to say exactly. I mean, if, if anybody could have an idea as to where these prices were going to go, um, well, they, they probably would be long since retired. It's been very difficult to understand where these markets are going. Um, right now, all I, all I can say for, for me, looking at my own, uh, my own grain stocks on farm is prices are really attractive. So it's hard to justify not moving things right now, but we're still dry. There's still another growing season in front of us. People still need the products that that we're producing. There's lots of weather problems and other types of geopolitical problems elsewhere in the world. Um, I'm not sure that that there isn't room to expect that prices could remain high for quite some time, but who knows. What do we see happening at port? I know the Egg Transport Coalition and Quorum both have some numbers on, uh, on the amount of ships waiting at the port. It's high. I, I couldn't tell you the number of ships waiting there off the top of my head, but it's it's very high to the point where there's not enough room in the harbor from what I understand. So that that should tell us something about the fact that the railways aren't keeping up with what exporters are demanding from Canada. The demerge costs at this point have got to be absolutely astronomical. And I mean, we we know that those costs eventually work their way through the system down our way. So you know, one way or another, we're paying for this. And one way or another, we have to see some movement. Yeah, we do. I mean, people have bills to pay. This is one of the things that has always been frustrating with slow grain movement is that, you know, our crop inputs uh, dealers and our credit line suppliers and our banks, when the credit line is due, it's due. There's, there's no excuses for the most part that they are willing to accept. So, we don't we don't get to tell them oh grade movement slow so sorry um, they got to be paid so it makes it really challenging to plan out cash flow to match those bills as they become due when you can be waiting you know periods of several weeks and even months to deliver on a contract. I've been talking with Jake Legui. Jake is vice chair of Sasquit for Golden West. I'm Glendalee Allen Bossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email to farmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network.